Hi, this is Bill Woods, and I just wanted to wish you all a happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day, and stop and remind you how important it is that we realize what we're celebrating, what a wonderful heritage we have as a nation. And I was thinking, you know, as I get ready to celebrate tomorrow, all the different things that are happening in our nation now under the guise of the Black Lives Movement or other things that, you know, the liberals are throwing at us and trying to convince us that our, our nation has gone so far astray. I do want to say black lives matter and just fact any lives matter. We're all put together or all created in the image of God. And I think we ought to value human life and we ought to treat everybody as much equal as we possibly can and realize, you know, that this nation has been blessed and we don't want those blessings to, to stop. And so I've entitled this Stop the Insanity. And I want to say what a shame it is to see the destruction of the monuments and statues placed to remind us of our heritage and the history of our great nation. There's a lot of, I was surprised to find out that they're even tearing down statues of elk. And I don't know any elk that's either a Republican or a Democrat, liberal or conservative. But in Portland, they tore down a statue of an elk. But what a shame they're tearing down the statues of the, the men that helped mold our history. Some of them were on the right side. Some of them were on the wrong side. But they were there, and they're part of our history, and we need to look back and learn what we can. These reminders of our past are being destroyed by ignorant, ill-informed people who haven't been educated as to the cost that's been paid to have the freedom they enjoy in the United States of America. They have been egged on by liberals who want to make a grab for power in our government. These young minds have never experienced war or times of depression and have, have the idea that a socialist government would be the ideal answer to the utopia that they think they want where everything is free and everyone is equal. They have no idea that socialism has never worked throughout history and certainly doesn't benefit the masses. It's always run by a ruling class holding the power while the vast population ends up as virtual slaves to the will of the elite. There is no freedom, joy, or happiness in those conditions. If the monuments reminding us of our history are removed, there will be nothing to convey to us what, it, what it, the cost in bloodshed, sacrifice, and suffering that has had to occur to provide our freedom that we take so for granted. Without these reminders, history will just repeat itself. I can't imagine throwing away all our founding fathers went through to forge the Constitution that established our great nation. It is based on the scriptural principles found in the Word of God. That's why the Declaration of Independence was made. And God has blessed this nation for 244 years. I, for one, want to continue living in a nation based on the Word of God, or, or the laws are based on the Word of God. I found an article reminding me of the price of freedom, and uh, I would like to read it to you. It's not, not my work. It's something I've found, but please take note that freedom is not free. There is a cost. And I want to talk about the price of freedom. Have you ever wondered what happened to the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence? 
Five signers were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burnt. Two lost their sons serving in the Revolutionary Army. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds or hardships of the Revolutionary War. They signed and they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. What kind of men were they? Well, 24 were lawyers and jurists. 11 were merchants. 9 were farmers and, and large plantation owners. Men of means, well educated. But they signed the Declaration of Independence knowing full well that the penalty would be death if they were captured. Carter Braxton of Virginia, a wealthy planter and trader, saw his ship swept uh, from the seas by the British Navy. He sold his home and properties to pay his debts, and he died in rags. Thomas McKean was so hounded by the British that he was forced to move his family almost constantly. He served in the Congress without pay, and his family was kept in hiding. His possessions were taken from him, and poverty was his reward. Vandals or soldiers looted the property of Dillery, Hall, Clymer, Walton, Gwinnett, Hayward, Rutledge, and Middleton. At the Battle of Yorktown, Thomas Nelson Jr. noted that the British General Cornwallis had taken over the Nelson home for his headquarters. He quietly urged General George Washington to open fire, and the home was destroyed, and Nelson died bankrupt. Francis Lewis had his home and properties destroyed. The enemy jailed his wife, and she died within a few months. John Hart was driven from his wife's bedside as she was dying. Their 13 children fled for their lives. His fields and his grist mill were laid to waste. For more than a year, he lived in forests and caves, returning home to find his wife dead and his children vanished. A few weeks later, he died from exhaustion and a broken heart. Norris and Livingston suffered similar fates. Such were the stories and sacrifices of the American Revolution. These were not wild-eyed, rabble-rousing ruffians. They were soft-spoken men of means and education. They had security, but they valued liberty more. Standing tall, straight, and unwavering, they pledged for the support of this declaration with firm reliance on the protection of the divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. They gave you and me a free and independent America. The history books never told you a lot of what happened in the Revolutionary War. We, we didn't just fight the British. We were British subjects at the time, and we fought our own government. Some of us take these liberties so much for granted. We shouldn't. So take a couple of minutes while enjoying your 4th of July holiday and silently thank these patriots. It's not much to ask for the price they paid. And I think you should throw in some thanksgiving to God also. There have been many wars since then and so much bloodshed just to maintain our freedom as one nation under God. We can't let fools with no idea of the blessings they have in the United States continue to desecrate our history. 
Independence Day is more than a day to eat hot dogs and apple pie and play baseball, shoot off fireworks. It is a day when we should thank God for our heritage and vow that we will be faithful to him and to his wonderful nation so we can continue to enjoy freedom and fellowship. Uh, we want to continue that fellowship not only with uh, our nation, but with our Heavenly Father, our Father in Heaven. Let's all remember that freedom is never free. Let's pray to God for the strength and wisdom to stop this insanity. Go to the ballot box and vote in November and vote for conservative people that want to maintain the history, the heritage that we have. But right now, go to God in prayer immediately. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, I would say accept him now. Help, Ask him to come in and, and, and forgive you of your sins and bless you and help you to appreciate what blessings he has provided for you in this wonderful nation. Well, God bless you. I uh, I'm just made this very short today, but I think we ought to stop and realize the heritage we have in living in the United States of America and praise God for such a wonderful privilege. Happy 4th of July to you. I hope you have a good day and uh, we'll be praying that God will continue to bless.